You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. And Landon, we are back. We are previewing the Cowboys week one matchup against the Carolina Panthers. How does it feel? Well, it, it feels odd. You know, it's just <laughs> like it's we've been talking about it for so long and then suddenly we, we're here and it, it just feels uh, like it, it's very sudden, even though it very much is not sudden. It's been creeping up on us for a very long time. But I, I think that, that it always feels like this, right? You know, we, oh, yeah, we get year. we get lulled into this preseason. Uh, we get excited about, about waiting for the preseason. The preseason gets here. We get kind of get lulled into the the monotony of that, and then suddenly it's the regular season. It feels like from the week one of the preseason to the first week of the regular season happens in like a week and a half. Like all those games happen really quickly, and now we're here, and it, it's time to start going. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. We are previewing the matchup today against the Carolina Panthers, and instead of going through every single player on both sides of the ball, we're going to do it a little bit differently today. We are going to talk a little bit of strategy. Uh, we're going to talk about what the Cowboys can do on both sides of the ball to help win this matchup over the Panthers. And let's go ahead and start with the Cowboys offense. Uh, the Cowboys will be playing uh, against one of the better front sevens in the NFL. Uh, the Carolina Panthers have Luke Keekley, obviously, at middle linebacker. No Thomas Davis, who is out due to suspension. But they have a very talented defensive line. Lane, I'm going to toss this one up to you. How can the Cowboys run the ball against this loaded front seven? Well, I mean, I actually think that they should be able to, to run the ball. Uh, you know, I think that the... Even though the Cowboys are clearly missing uh, uh, one of their best run blockers in, in Frederick, uh, I, I have good I have good faith in Looney, especially as a run blocker, to be able to come in and, and do the job, uh, pretty pretty decent job there. Um, and and I think that you know they're missing one of their elite players too, in Thomas Davis, and, and they're going to be replacing him with you know a, a younger player who's definitely not Thomas Davis. So. Um, I think that when you kind of look at it from that side, there's a little bit of a wash from the um, from the, at least the injury side of the, the things, and then from there, it's really just about you know who, who's going to play better football. And I think you know they have a lot of guys up front. I mean, obviously the jewel of the defense is the center. You know, the, is Quan Short and, and Luke Keekley. Um, those are the guys that the Cowboys really are going to need to. Uh, focus their attack on, uh, you know, and making sure that those guys are accounted for. Um, you know, if, if you're going to do wide zone, if you're going to try to get outside, make sure that your second level blocks get the Keekly. Um, you know, I, I think that there's uh, obviously, you know, just looking at it from that standpoint, and when you look at what they've got at their cornerback position, I would obviously not be surprised if they tried to get the ball outside. Um, to try to you know mitigate some of the uh, of of the Kwan short you know penetration to try mm-hmm. to mitigate you know try to get make Keekly run run across the field uh, with you. Um, so I, I think that there's a, a lot of things they can do. I mean, just because you know they have such a diverse um, 
they have such a diverse uh, running attack right now. You know, they can do it inside, they can do it outside, and I think that you know th- that's the one thing that when you face a solid, a very good front seven like this, this could this defense has the potential to be. I think really it's about varying your attack, and that's more than just you know. Um, in the run game, but also in the pass game as well. I, I think that you're just going to have to try to throw a, a lot of, of variety at these guys um, and then, uh, you know, just hope that you're going to win more than you lose. I, I think that these, this is a very, very good defense. This is a tough challenge for this uh, for this offense, to be sure. But um, I, I do think that, uh, that they should be able to have some success here. Um, and they they need to have success because I think that this you know these this front seven versus the Cowboys offensive line and and blockers is really going to be the thing that probably decides this football game. I would agree, um, and, and we've talked about that front seven with Short and Poe and Peppers and Keekley and Shaq Thompson, just a lot of talent everywhere. But that secondary is a little bit more suspect. Um, their top corner, James Bradbury. Uh, I don't think it's particularly good. Dante Jackson is a guy that they drafted in the second round this year from LSU. A lot of speed, but that's a guy that loves to gamble and gives up big plays pretty routinely. Uh, Captain Munderland is their slot corner, and I don't think he's very good. So if the Cowboys can find the right combination of receivers and the right routes, I really do think they can take advantage of the secondary. They've, But they've got to protect uh, Dak up front. I, I'm not so worried about the, the defensive ends. I think Mario Addison's an okay player. Julius Peppers is a fine player at his age, but do those defensive ends really scare you all that much? Uh, you know, I think that's the thing is, you know, Addison had a really good year last year. I mean, he I think he had 10 plus sacks if I remember correctly and 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 you know, Peppers is still Julius Peppers. I mean, just getting kind of incrementally older as as it goes on. Right. Um but uh, yeah, I think that really what you get concerned about is I mean, especially since you think about you know, Connor Williams specifically, I think is you really feel a lot more confident at this point in his ability as a run blocker than you do as a pass protector. So I, you know, I have no doubt that Quan short is going to be lining up on the outside shoulder of Connor Williams a lot. Um, and, and kind of, you know, trying to test to see exactly, uh, what that will look like. Um, I think, I think that, you know they're gonna. I think they're gonna run a game plan and 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 you know show a lot of variety in their formation and in their personnel groupings, um, with, with the idea of seeing what works. You know I think that there's we could potentially. You know I think normally to me they the the plan probably would be to kind of see what they could do against our eleven personnel. Because I, you know, getting more corners on the field for them is is not necessarily what they would love to do. Um, but at the same time, with Mayo being the starting linebacker, yes, yes, you know, do you want to fill the box in and force him on the field so that you can take advantage of that matchup? So I, I think they'll try. You're going to see, um, uh, you're going to see a lot of uh of them trying to uh. Uh, see what 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 Carolina matches up against them against many different formations, and then seeing what works early on, and then once they figured out what what's working well, uh, exploiting that uh, right. and going from there. Let's talk about the passing game a little bit because 
Um, we know the Cowboys are going to try to run the ball, but when they do decide to throw, what is going to be the best way to attack this defense? Because I remember back to 2015, uh, that Thanksgiving game with Tony Romo, Dallas tried to force the ball down the middle of the field, and they just struggled with it because of Keekley's athleticism. With the Cowboys having some question marks at tight end, do you think they're going to try to avoid the middle of the field, maybe just try to attack the, the edges of Carolina's secondary? Uh, I don't know that as far as receiving goes, the Cowboys do have a ton of questions at tight end. I mean, I think that they're going to try to get the ball to their tight ends. Like, I, 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 mean, I just feel like that's much... a dangerous a dangerous game you're playing against Carolina speed. Well, but, I mean, I think you're going to – you're going for the mismatch, so you're not going to throw to the guy that's being covered by Keekly. And, and I think that's, I guess, part of the feature of this offense versus last year is that now you don't have to throw to their best def- pass defender just because he's covering Des Bryant. You're throwing the ball to the guy who's open. So I, I think that you're right that Keekly is, should, is someone that, as, a def- as an offensive you know, thought process, he's someone that we should avoid. But I don't know that that means that he's necessarily going to take away all all our, our tight end options. And, and I'm not saying that the tight ends are going to be a big part of this game necessarily. I'm just saying I don't think that they're going to back down from trying their tight ends just because Luke Keekley's on the field. They're going to try to see what how exactly these guys play. Because here's the other thing: Keekley may want to be you know trying to shadow Ezekiel Elliott. We don't know what their defensive game plan is. Or Prescott. Like, it yeah, wouldn't surprise me if they put a spy on Prescott, too, to make sure he stays in the pocket. I, I think that what I would probably try passing first is I, I want to get the ball outside. I want to see, you know, and, and not even necessarily down the field outside. We You can get quick quick screens outside, tunnel screens outside, uh, slants, that sort of thing. I, I'm, I'm testing Dante Jackson, uh, and I'm testing Captain Munderland. Uh, I, I, first of all, I, if you could, I want to see if you can keep up with our guys, and if you can, can you tackle them? Because uh, you know, I think that if you get out of the tackle box and, get, and find ways to get the ball in space to your playmakers outside, uh, they're going to struggle to uh, to keep up with that, and I think they're going to have problems. You know, then you're then they're having to rely on guys like Jackson and Munnellin and Cersei and and Adams in space alone, and 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 that's not necessarily where they want to be playing. So, right. I think I think they have to test that. I think they have to get, you know, test those limits and then make Keekly and those interior guys concerned with what's going on on the outside and then suddenly you've got them pulled in all different directions. You hit them with the inside zone, you hit them with the outside. You got them running every rich direction and overthinking and that's when, you know, you can really start taking advantage. Let's pause so I can tell you guys about my bookie. Ever since we've started this podcast, people have always been asking for our our advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is we don't always know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you got to check out MyBookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with MyBookie. Trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. They have been in the business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is just so easy to use. Lay down some cash and win big today. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that has been good to me in the past, and that's why I'm urging you guys to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over/under on how many fantasy points a player will score each week. 
Join now and my book, you will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Just use promo code LOCKDOWN to activate that offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's MyBookie. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKDOWN when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, let's go ahead and move to the other side of the ball. When the Cowboys are on defense and the Panthers have the ball on offense. Uh, For this week for the Athletic, I wrote about the Carolina offense and specifically Greg Olson. Uh, but I talked about how the, the Panthers haven't had an elite offense over the past two years. But they are still one of the most difficult teams to prepare for because of all the different things they can do on offense. Uh, between Cam's arm strength and athleticism, Christian McCaffrey's ability to make plays in the, the receiving game, Greg Olson's athleticism in the middle of the field, and now they've added DJ Moore on the outside to kind of give them an outside uh, receiver with some speed. They're difficult to stop. Landon, how do you anticipate the Cowboys are going to try to keep Cam Newton and the rest of the offense in check this week? Well, I think the good news here for the Cowboys is that as much as you know, you pointed out that they're a difficult team to prepare for, the Cowboys play a very similar team, you know, team every day in practice. Uh, right. I, th- I think that, you know, especially when now that North Turner is involved in uh, – uh, their offense over there, uh, you know, it's it's probably could even more so look like what the Cowboys have been doing because of you know his influence on Jason Garrett and and you know obviously just in Coriel influence in general being on Linehan and obviously on both these uh, offensive coordinators. So um, I, I think you know really it starts up front and I think that's where their problems are going to start up front um, because the, you know they're going to have to figure out exactly you know who's playing and how they're going to block all these guys up because uh, you know I think it looks like uh, Amini Satoli is going to play. Yeah. Um, so I think he's going to play left guard if I'm not mistaken, and they're going to play Moton at, at left tackle. Um, Matt Khalil is on IR, so you're not going to yes. see him for the first. So we're not going to see him at Darn. all. So yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I mean, not like he was. Oh, Matt, actually, Matt, uh, Matt Khalil's. Matt Khalil's uh, a bad one. Matt Khalil's, Matt Khalil's the bad one to tackle. Yeah, that's, Ryan what, that, that's what I'm saying. I, it's too bad. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of wanted to see him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, you know, look, I think Moton making his start at, at at left tackle is is it's a tough week to do that when you've got you know Lawrence and Gregory showing up in town. I I think that the, it starts up front, and I think you know Lawrence and Crawford specifically are going to need to be disruptive, no matter whether it's a pass or a run game, mm-hmm. a play. I mean, I think that uh, there's there you know they use RPOs, they use a lot of play action, they use the run to uh, assist the pass on their team. Um, they've got a running back who is a lot more of a wide receiver hybrid running back type. Um, he can definitely run between the tackles, um, but he can also is extremely deadly with the ball in his hands and catching the ball out of the backfield. Um, I think that the, the good news for the Cowboys is, A, like I mentioned before, they've seen this kind of defense i mean this offense before i mean similarly with with what they've got at home and b they are fast you know i really think that fast. The, the, this this i'm saying that our defense is really yes. fast yes um and and i think that's going to really really help with especially a guy like mccaffrey who uh you know there's only a couple probably a couple leagues that are uh, defenses in the league that have you know this the, the at least the run pursuit speed that this defense has um so i, I think that 
we're going to um, – I, I actually think that the Cowboys match up better with the Panthers than uh, – you know the average defense does, but I, I, I think that I, I think that the scheme, the idea of what you're presenting, is a lot of what gives the Cowboys a lot of benefit when they play some of these teams too. Is that you know uh, it, it kind of goes back to the idea that by going old school, you're actually kind of z- zigging when everyone else is zagging, right? Like because sure. yep. it's a passing league and everyone prepares for it being a passing league, and then suddenly the next week they got to play you and you're a run team. And well, you're you're not necessarily built to stop a run team. So uh, let me let me add this in really quick. Um, I, I think my biggest concern about the Cowboys' defense right now is if they play a team that can just pound the ball between you know the defensive tackles because of some of the injuries there and because of the depth issues. I think that could be a problem, but I don't think it's going to be a problem in this matchup because number one, the interior of Carolina's offensive line isn't very good. Um, and they don't have a running back that thrives in that area. Now, I think Christian McCaffrey can do it, but he's certainly not that type of runner where you want to give him 15, 20 carries inside the tackle box because that's just not his skill set. He's better off when you get him out in space, you use him as a slot receiver, but I think they could match up with that type of player because of their athleticism at linebacker and because of uh, their their overall speed on defense. Um, The other thing is, I, as much as I like DJ Moore and I like Devin Funches, I don't think these are receivers that are going to scare the Cowboys cornerbacks, right? In fact, I kind of think uh, Byron Jones and Awuzie are the perfect type of corners to match somebody like Funches because yeah. they're they're very athletic and they have size. Uh, Funches isn't going to create a lot of separation, and that's going to make it hard for Cam uh, to find to those the receivers. Absolutely. I agree. I think Jones is I think Jones is with his experience with tight ends is going to make Devin Funches a walk in the park, really. I mean, and, yeah, that's the I, thing. Yeah, I it's, like Funches. The thing is Funches isn't yeah, a bad no, player. It's just a perfect no, no. matchup for Byron. Yeah. It it, it is. And, and it, because it's the one and, and frankly, this is the perfect matchup for him to be making his cornerback debut because this is the guy most like the guys that he has Absolutely. been covering previously. One on one is tight ends. So this I, I really think that this is defensively uh, a good matchup for the Cowboys. Uh, you know they got to get their business taken care of, but I think that you're right. Like almost across the board, this is the the matchup that really gives me a lot of hope. I like the Cowboys matchup here even more than I like the Cowboys matchup on the other side of the ball. And that's going to be the tricky thing. Um, I think. Cam is just so talented that he can make two or three throws in the game and play bad the rest of the game, but those two or three throws can change the entire game. It, that it's just Dak gonna, can do that too, though. I know, but Cam, I, I think Dak is a better overall player, but Cam just has something about him where he can pull those three plays out of his butt every single week, and it's just hard to stop. But I do think for the most part the Carolina Panthers offense – is going to struggle to score consistently, uh, and that's why I think it's going to be a fairly low-scoring game. So anything else you want to add before we kind of enter our final predictions and some of our keys to victory? To me, I think the game will ultimately come down to who has the best linebacker play. Interesting. Um, and, and I, because I think a lot of this other stuff ends up being a wash, and so the crux of the game will be whose linebackers are going to play better. And I, I think it's an interesting conversation because I think, 
you know, the, it, we're talking mostly two linebackers on each team. And if it's, it's Lee and Jalen Smith versus Keekly and Shaq Thompson or Keekly and, uh, uh, Mayo. Right. So I, I think, I think a large part of this game could come down to that. My last thing that I kind of want to add is that Greg Olson versus Jeff Heath versus Jalen Smith matchup is going to be really intriguing because Olson, when he is healthy, is Cam's number one target. He's the guy that he's going to look for on third down in the red zone. Uh, he's going to look for him down the field, and especially with Norv Turner now as the offensive coordinator, I think you're going to see a lot of those seam routes uh, to try to get the you know try to get the linebackers moving down the field. You're going to see a couple attempts, you know, in the middle of the field. I'm curious to see how the Cowboys handle it. Do they decide to let Jeff Heath handle Olsen one-on-one? Do they decide to play a little bit uh, of zone coverage? Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see it. So let's go ahead and make our final predictions. Uh, Landon, I will let you go first. Who do you think wins this game and why? I, th- I think the Dallas will win. Um, I, I don't really have a score prediction. I, I think uh, – I think that the, the Cowboys defense is at a spot that, um, you know, it's, it's, it can handle an offense such as this. I agree that there's going to be some, uh, you know, I think there'll be a, a play here or there, or, or yes, you know, Cam will make a, make something happen. Um, but I do think that, you know, the one thing that we haven't, that ha- there's there's a su- not a surprising lack of confidence, uh, but a lack of confidence in this team going into the season, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we haven't seen the full function of what this team does to win games in practice yet in the preseason. Sure. When you when you combine the ability of this defense plus the run game plus the and again this is an important you know connective tissue the the punting. The punting ability of Chris Jones to pin t- teams back, force, forcing them to go further against a defense that doesn't allow big plays, which basically is going to make you work your way down the field monotonously. You know, just you know, difficult, difficult. You know, just make, earning every yard basically. I think that that's where you know a, a, a offense like Cam Newton will struggle um, if if they're unable to you know run the ball efficiently with with this offensive line so if if the cowboys can limit the 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 run game here which i feel like they should be able to have some success um i i think the cam is going to have a hard time getting up and down the field enough to score points uh and i think even though dallas may struggle offensively early on uh i think or at least, you know, I think everyone's going to struggle early on because it's all, you know, week one stuff. So really it's about who struggles where early on and how quickly do they get it together. Uh, I, I do think that in the end, uh, the Dallas defense has an advantage over the, the Carolina offense. And I think that the Carolina defense and the Dallas offense is probably a wash. So right. I think, I think that's enough of an advantage that, uh, they, that they end up winning this game. I, I'm really struggling with this one because I think Carolina is a really good team. I, I think yeah. they are a, a, a playoff team again this year. Um, they're just so well balanced on both sides of the ball. It's in Carolina. I'm going to give them the slight edge. And, and I promise, I promise I will not overreact to week one uh, because 
it's, it's week one and anything can happen. But I, I just feel like because it's at home, because the Cowboys are going to be getting used to so many new weapons on offense, it, it's probably going to take their offense a few weeks to start to gel. Uh, for those reasons, I'm picking the Panthers in a pretty low-scoring game. We'll say 23-20. to 20. Um, I, I think it's going to be close for most of the game, and maybe Carolina will pull it out at the end. But it's great to be talking about Cowboys football again and talking about actual games that are going to be happening. Uh, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Follow Landon at McCoolPCB. You can follow the show at Lockdown Cowboys. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy this weekend. Enjoy the game. And we will see you guys back here on Monday. <laughs>